talking and it don't make sense Tell me what it's all about The truth is stranger the closer you get To the who, what, where, when, how Absurd is the word, guess what I heard Absurd is the word, guess what I heard Guess what I heard Guess what I heard Hey, this is Know What I Heard. I'm Jamie, and this is another round of tidbits. Now, if you're new to the tidbits party, it's where I find some just kind of interesting, offbeat news stories and share them with my friend Monique. She has no idea what we're going to talk about, so we just chat about these ridiculous things that are going on, have a lot of laughs, learn some things. It's a good time. Glad you're along for the ride. Here we go. As we record, it is International Women's Day. So happy Women's Day. Um, I, I lift you up as a female in the world. Cool. You know who else is a female in the world? Um, I bet you're going to tell me. Yeah, Sophia Bush. She is a female in the world. <laughs> All right. So my first news story. Hmm. <clears throat> There's a 25-year-old named Leah Holland who is from Kentucky, and I couldn't really figure out if she actually won this contest or if she just, just, like, declared herself the winner, but there was a TikTok challenge for Dumbest Tattoo, which I think we've all seen these tattoos that people get that are spelled wrong and shit that Mm -hmm. is really funny. No regrets. Hers wasn't bad. It was just definitely the most poorly timed. So she she planned on getting this tattoo for for like two years. Um, and it was meant to reinforce what she said was being true to yourself and real and not pretending to be something you're not. So she got the tattoo on March 4th of 2020. And two days later, Kentucky announced their first COVID case. And then the whole world imploded. And so her tattoo on her inner forearm says, courageously and radically refuse to wear a mask. (laughs) Ooh. Like, shoot. Facing towards whoever's reading it. Not... That is awful. That's a a really shittily timed tattoo. Yeah, so she planned for two years, picked that out. I don't know if it's a quote or if it's just what she chose as her, like, mantra. I'll never wear a mask. Everybody's (laughs) like, Trump thumper! Yeah, so she's been, like, adamantly like, I'm not anti-mask, I swear. And there's, like, a picture of her wearing a mask, like, showing her tattoo yeah that sucks girl like in parentheses underneath she gets a i mean the proverbial mask <laughs> right courageously and radically like radically refused to wear <laughs> right. <a mask. laughs> right right it's right. like did you I storm the capital <laughs> dipshit were you one of them were you there she's like yeah look i'm gonna fart on pelosi's desk <laughs> maskless yeah i love it so next story is 
our official animal story of the week because there's there's got to be one. The next two stories are basically just I picked them because, well, it was kind of slim pickings, but also (laughs) I was cracking up picturing both of them. So the first story is that there was a flight that was leaving Sudan's capital of Khartoum and they had to, to make an emergency landing because like a cat out of nowhere started attacking the pilot. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. Like did they know the cat was on the plane? No. So oh, they're like at cat, cruising altitude. They said like 30 minutes to an hour into their like flight and he's just like ah ah <laughs> there's a fucking cat in the cockpit <laughs> scratching the shit out of him. They didn't go into super detail about like how bad he was beat up. But so he was like, we got to turn around. And like the crew was trying to catch this cat and shit and they can't. So they had to make like an emergency landing back at Khartoum. Because of a fucking cat. A cat. And so they think what happened was because none of the passengers claimed the cat. So it wasn't like it got out of a carrier or something. So they think it was a stowaway that while the. the did a cat get on exactly they said that it was a plane that it must have boarded the plane the night before the flight like while the the plane was in a hangar mine you just leave that shit wide open is there nobody (laughs) yeah is nobody paying attention to what's going on this plane does it it need to air out like why were the doors wide open (laughs) we just kept the doors open you're just asking for stowaways so somewhere this cat was they have like a rope ladder down so the cat could just (laughs) climb up to whatever I don't know. Like, what happened? Where did this thing come from, though? Exactly. It's just flying along, and all of a sudden, it's like... <laughs> or he, they're just like, ladies and gentlemen, we're at the cruising altitude, and then he just is like, you know how a cat just stares at you, that he's like, I just picture, like, side-eye, and it's just like... <laughs> <laughs> jumping all over, hitting controls and shit. I can't. That's hysterical. You're like, ladies and gentlemen, we're experiencing some purbulence. Oh! <laughs> hi that was That was fucking terrible. I know. <laughs> that was a catastrophe. <laughs> yeah. This is, your, this is your pilot from the clock pit. <laughs> wow. I'm out. I'm, I'm, I'm trying yeah, you're, to... Yeah, that's... Yeah. Whis- whisker. Yeah. Well, no, I'm not gonna... <laughs> no, there's no more. Dude. But I love cats because the cats are fucking assholes. That's... I mean, that's the moral of the story. The cat wasn't just like, Hey, look, I showed up on the flight. You're gonna fly me wherever I wanna go. It's... it. That's not what it said. It said, fuck you. Yeah. I'm gonna fucking kill you. And let's see if I can down this plane. Also... I don't know what, like, flight regulations are. Number one, why was the plane left wide open for... If a cat could get on it, somebody could put something sketchy on it, is all I'm saying. Did somebody have, like, really smelly feet on the previous flight? Maybe it was a a real bad number, too. Probably so. But also, okay, so don't flights have to have two pilots? Yeah. I mean, you would think, right? I mean, I thought that was just kind of like a thing that, so in case the pilot has like a medical emergency or something, somebody can still fly the 
I mean, maybe it was the cat. He's like, it's my first day, bitch. What am I supposed to do? (laughs) I'm the new guy. Yeah, you think the cat was in a gang with those squirrels in New York that were beating the shit out of people? Probably. Probably. And the story didn't say what happened to the cat, which makes me a little nervous. Was it a meerkat? What kind of cat was this? Was it a lion? Just a, a normal cat that wanted to go wherever they were headed. Like, I need to get the fuck out of Sudan. That's for me, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sick of this. <laughs> yeah. Sick of this Please town. Talk. Yeah. This next story really, really, really made me giggle. And maybe you've seen this and maybe you won't think it's this funny. But <laughs> police in Pakistan's largest city, Karachi, are deploying an armed rollerblading unit <laughs> to, to curb theft and harassment. So there's this special, <laughs> special unit of like specialized police. Ro- people on roller skates. So they can serve you burgers. They go yes, yeah. from Sonic. And they're like, then... can we get you a fountain drink? And also, I need to see your ID. So, but they're like specially trained, and it was showing pictures and of and like describing them training, and they like move in a circle, <laughs> like in unison, and then, so it's like synchronized swimming, but with armed police officers, like all dressed in black, and like they just have handguns and. So people on rollerblades with handguns. I I don't know. I don't know. I'm not seeing. I'm not yeah. seeing that that's the safest. Yeah. But can you imagine if you're like a thief and all of a sudden you're like just have this a circle on a circle of like ninjas on rollerblades, like excuse us. <laughs> just like some dance troupe. You're like, what the it's fuck dying. is this? So <laughs> I love that they're all in black too. Like they're they're yeah. real tough. From their ankles up, they look intense. And then you're like, oh, but... <laughs> you're like, but they're on fucking rollerblades, dude. What is this, a derby? Come on now. You're not Venice Beach cops. Ugh. Oh, God. So, <laughs> but apparently these <laughs> these types of... think of something other than rollerblades? No. Wow. I'm... Apparently, like, these are becoming more popular, um, or, like, more common, especially in Europe. And they undergo like really <laughs> rigorous training rigorous yeah but- basically you have to learn how to ride rollerblades very safely that's the rigorous training <laughs> and not shoot yourself in the leg yeah you gotta fall and learn how to land on the hip that doesn't carry your pistol is your intense <laughs> yeah. training and then how to how to move around in a very intimidating circle with yeah. your gang of friends I have an idea. I think I could do them one better than rollerblades. What about the sneaker? What about the sneaker skates that light up? Oh. Like, so they can have a night, a nighttime squad. <laughs> they have a, a parkour unit that just. <laughs> this is the parkour <laughs> unit. But when it, when things get really hairy, we, we pull out the wheels. They have a, a back, a backpack that has a light pop up out of it and they. <laughs> jumping across hedges yeah. and shit and you know and you, and you can just see them like they tilt that one foot up so they can yeah. glide <laughs> and then do a quick little spin like freeze <laughs> pivot oh shit i love it like that's the nighttime unit that's like fucking night riding right there 
it said that they can't be deployed to certain parts of the city due to poor road conditions <laughs> and <laughs> uneven footpaths. So they're like, oh, there's on, shitty any, sidewalks. Any good thief is like, I'm just going to run down this street because I know 4th Street. <laughs> no motherfucker can get down there. So I'm just going to run. where I know there's a big pothole. I'm going to jump over the pothole and watch them fall. I forgot this is a cobblestone. <laughs> uh... And then they just like flip and crash and you hear their gun go off. <laughs> but it said that they're able to like get down narrow alleys and shit that like motorcycles and cars can't go down. I'm like, zoom, like zooming down disgusting alleys. I'm just seeing, I'm just watching, I'm just picturing them like turning their feet out. What happens if the criminal gets to the end of that alley and then climbs a fence? You can't follow them. Unless that's part of their training that they figure out how to like... rigorous training. <laughs> I don't know. But basically, like, I would say if you're a criminal in Pakistan, carry banana peels. <laughs> throw them behind you. Or marbles or marbles. something. Marbles and decks. <laughs> Some gravel. And then, or... Just run into a grassy area. <laughs> How about that? Just find a yard, cut across it, you're good to go. <laughs> you got, I mean, you really have a lot of ways you can go down, like, really <laughs> shitty. It's cobblestones. You can just go down things. Like, it's not paved. You can go down grass. Water. Yeah, puddles. <laughs> There's, like, a criminal is, like, running across, like, a green, grassy park, and all of these cops are on the sidewalk, like, no! because that's as far as they can go <laughs> they go to the beach and they just run along the beach on the sand <laughs> that is amazing since it seems to be a trend that's taking off in law enforcement look out everybody you might see a rollerblade patrol in your town <laughs> there's got to be some dipshit that we talk about and this is oh. this is a, a dipshit couple so Ooh, I love dipshit couples. Yeah, they're it's my favorite. It's been a couple of weeks since we did a dipshit couple. Yeah. So. Well, if you had been invited to this dipshit couple in Australia's wedding, you would have gotten a wedding invitation that they are catching a lot of grief for. The invite included a really, really horrible poem that basically just asked guests to take out $100 for their gift to them. Oh, you are cordially invited. Yeah, these wordsmiths came up with this prized poem. Are you ready? I'm very, yeah, I was born ready. So the poem says, and this isn't me just not knowing how to read poetry. This is how bad their poem is. Okay. Our bank account is in debt, and we would like, like it to go back into credit. Good rhyme. Wow. Please visit the ATM. We know you're a gem. Pull out your greens, which Australian $100 bills are green. So that's what they're referring to. And let it be seen that your kindness is real when it's given its final seal. So place your cash in our wishing well and make our dreams come true. That will be swell. Wow. I feel like we found the poet laureate. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, what? How isn't it pretty though? I mean, it has. I mean, is it a joke? Was it a joke? No. And so people were like, uh, first of all, 
fuck you because I'll give you what I'm going to give you, dickhole. <laughs> and yeah. like so many people are out of work with COVID and stuff or like it's kind of tight right now. People are having a hard time making ends meet. So to request $100 like specifically yeah, is pretty yeah, shitty. So tacky. And then some people were just like upset because the poem is really fucking stupid. They were receiving criticism kind of across the board. People aren't necessarily having weddings right now. So basically these people are just like, send us $100. Yeah, like if you received this, we would like $100 from you. Correct. We don't care if we're giving you anything for in return for this. It's just that's what we You're not going to get a good meal and a night of fun dancing and an open bar. Nope. Just yeah. nope. please send just us a hundred. Send me one hundred dollars. Thank you. I'm gonna. Can I just do that and send a request to everyone I know? You know, a request. Just a can, really fancy you, fucking poem. Yeah. Can you guys send me one hundred dollars? I would enjoy it. Money makes me hollers. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like vote roses are red, violets are blue. I need a hundred bu- d- bucks. I don't. Woo! I don't know. Not if, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Let me do that and see who sends me $100. So I think a a lot of these guests probably, I mean, I'm sure several of them knew each other, but like, I guess people were like posting them like, look at these assholes. And they were either like getting criticism for their lack of poem writing skills (laughs) or just their lack of couth. I mean, the, the, the poem could have been beautiful and still it would have the same effect. (laughs) right you're asking for money in your wedding invitation it doesn't matter how it comes out yeah i've uh, i've always found that very very tacky like you know every i mean most people i would imagine find it very tacky to have i mean you gotta know that when you send out your invites like you're only getting a percentage of responses gifts whatever like (laughs) everybody that you're not gonna get a gift from everybody that you invite but the people that do are giving you whatever they can and so whenever like there's also like a jar or something or you know some sort of additional money being requested like at a reception like help us go on our honeymoon i'm like fuck you i didn't yeah i couldn't afford it this year yeah (laughs) like check your envelope and the thing over there dicks (laughs) the sloppy joe i had for your meal or whatever you know like yeah less than yeah and these stellar. crinkle fries were really <laughs> yeah. thank you the chip bowl i got to reach into with no utensils and <laughs> got a virus <laughs> cool thanks I yeah i'll be sure to... you just murdered 30 people thanks <laughs> yeah but here's a check so are you ready for this week in history this week in history always Okay. Tell me, school me, school me. So March 8th, 1993, your favorite show, Beavis and Butthead, premiered on MTV. <laughs> Beavis. <clears throat> this show obviously received a lot of praise and a lot of criticism. It was mixed. It was, it was a mixed fucking bag. Hysterical. It was and, fucking hysterical. But it had super high ratings. I think it was like the second rated show on MTV. And... The show's creator, Mike Judge, went on to create the series King of the Hill and the the movies Office Space and Idiocracy. 
and the HBO series Silicon Valley, which I did not know that he was part of that. No, I didn't know about that either. Cool. Anyway, that was just a very big part of our growing up. Yes. And March 11th, 1993, Janet Reno became the first female U.S. Attorney General who was appointed by Bill Clinton, which... Whenever you think of Janet Reno is all you ever think about is Will Ferrell. Join me for Janet Reno's dance party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Always. But when you say Janet Reno, that's what that's the first thing that comes to mind. It automatically. Um, and then Mar- March twelfth, nineteen twelve, the American Girl Guides was founded by Julia Lowe. They were later changed to be called the Girl Scouts. Nineteen twelve, huh? When she started that, they probably actually did, like, scouting stuff. The focus wasn't just to try to get America to be pre-diabetic, which is what's happening right now because my niece is in Girl Scouts and we have so many goddamn cookies. (laughs) I used to love those fucking things. So I try to focus on stuff that's, like maybe a little more lighthearted and fun. I skip over a lot of the more serious stuff because I want to be fun, but some things I think are just like way too important to skip over. So on March 7th of 1965 was what became known as Bloody Sunday. A group of unarmed protesters were attacked and beaten by white state troopers and sheriff's deputies in Selma, Alabama. The group, which was led by John Lewis, who passed away recently but was an activist and future congressman, the the plan was to march 54 miles from Selma to Montgomery, Alabama, which was the state capital, and they were commemorating the recent death of 26-year-old Jimmy Lee Jackson, who was shot and killed by a state trooper. And as the demonstrators were crossing the Edmund Pettus Bridge just outside of Selma, they were assaulted with tear gas, bullwhips, and billy clubs. John Lewis and 16 others were hospitalized, and dozens more were injured. The violence ended up sparking demonstrations in 80 cities across the country. So kind of in follow-up to that, on March 15th, Lyndon B. Johnson spoke about the need for voting reform. March 25th, Martin Luther King Jr. and 25,000 demonstrators completed that march under the protection of the U.S. military and the FBI. The route is now a U.S. National Historic Trail, and the Voting Rights Act of 1965 was signed into law five months later. So this was a major turning point in the civil rights movement, and I just didn't want to skip over it. No, absolutely not. This was 1965. We're still dealing with some of the same shit. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I just... And we should never shut up about it. Yeah, exactly. People are still marching, which is unfortunate that they have to. So... Yep. Absolutely. So, this week's what? Has what? nothing to do with farts. Oh, come on. I mean, I like the fart ones more, but... Okay. No, you don't. You you act like you're really annoyed when I do them. You're like, this bitch and her farts. God. That's true. So my what this week is, what if the world stopped rotating? Like, if the mm. world stopped spinning, what would happen? Mm, Any guesses? Nothing good. nothing good. Yeah. 
well nothing good is right because spoiler alert <laughs> we would all die <laughs> we would all very much die yes yes yeah, it'd be good. so basically at the equator the surface of the earth and everything on it is rotating at 465 meters per second the speed like decreases as you move closer to the poles but if the earth stopped rotating everything else would keep going it's kind of like flying out of a car that crashed so everything on it would continue to move as it had been except at the poles and so some major shit would go down would you like to hear the things that would happen yes your body would fly east <laughs> I just at... picture it. every asshole falling off like the titanic is sinking so your body would fly east at the supersonic speed of 465 meters per second if you're near the equator so just picture that just everything basically just like flying you could only survive at the poles for a few seconds there would be huge tsunamis and all of the water would start moving towards the poles half of the earth would then be completely exposed to the sun which would raise the temperature the other half would completely freeze the speed of the wind would be faster than the shock wave of an atom bomb so it would instantly start fires just all over the planet. You would gain weight by 0.3%. Okay. So that sucks. Yeah, um, definitely. And the iron core in the Earth's center would stop too, and thus the protective magnetic field would no longer be there. The radioactive rays from the sun would enter the Earth and kill everything left. So let's just pray that... Yeah. The Earth doesn't get dizzy and just like stop. <laughs> get dizzy. <laughs> it's just like you know what? Nope, I'm done. Yeah, we don't even want it to slow down, let alone all of that fun stop stuff. Stop spinning. But anyway, I thought that was kind of interesting because I mean, you know, it wouldn't be good, but to actually like see the shit listed out that would like really quickly happen, you're like, oh yeah, didn't think about that. <laughs> Try not to think about that. I mean, this pandemic's been enough that's shit true. to worry about. Yeah. It's fucking terrible. So, but that's it. That's all I got for this week. Anything you want to add? No. Cool. Good talk. All right. Well, Good talk. Good times. If you don't have anything else to add, I guess we'll close this shit right out. Thanks for showing up. <laughs> <sighs> I love it. Thank you for having me. As per usual. It's it's always a pleasure. <laughs> I'm sure it is not. It is. You're a real delight. And I <laughs> like our tidbits. Me too. I love tidbits. I mean, not to toot our own horns. a girl. I mean, very gassy. Can you imagine a really angry cat on rollerblades? No, you can if you have the light-up sneakers, duh. Can't hold me down. But it's it's not... You better bring your drunken A-game, then. I love a disaster. Cool. A segue, yes. I'd get a hoverboard and blast those motherfuckers. <laughs> God, uh... I'm Jamie. I'm Monique. And this is Tidbits. As always, thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate it so much. If you haven't already done so, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
and if you could drop a just five-star rating or a great review those things all help immensely and help bring new listeners to the show which is the only way that we can grow and keep doing this so if you have any questions or show ideas or you have a cool story to tell feel free to send me an email at knowwhatiheard at gmail.com follow us on instagram follow us on facebook at knowwhatiheardpodcast and until next time hey know what i heard 